Welcome to the Life Refresh Podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. And if you are looking for a podcast that is designed to uplift, encourage, and revive your heart, mind, and spirit, you're in the right place. Welcome to the journey of becoming the version of you God designed from the foundations of the earth. Now, let's begin. Hello and welcome back to Life Refreshed. This is Ryan. Welcome back again to this uh, solo podcast. Um, All of them have been solo podcasts. Um, But uh, I'm excited to uh, just share with you guys. We're going to be doing some interviews here in the uh, next next month or so. Got some incredible, incredible guests that will, will be sitting down and having some real conversation and talks. I know it's been cool. You guys get to hear me all the time, but uh, I really think it's important to have dialogue because, again, these are you know mine some perspectives that I've studied, I've learned, I've, I've gone through um, many of these personally. But I think there's some real cool opportunities for us to actually do some um, some real uh, deep dives with people and learn and glean from one another, um, not just what we're doing. Uh, individually, but collectively, how can we exhort one another and build each other up as we are going through this thing called life, <laughs> um, one step and one day at a time? Um, I want to. This one's going to be a uh, kind of a good, maybe like a, a bridge um, podcast, if you will. Um, I was uh, one of my favorite uh, movies of all time is The Matrix. I um, I've watched it multiple times, and um, not because I, I I like the fight scenes, but I like the allegory of what it's all about, and um, how most of us are willing to endure comfort and sacrifice the pain of knowing. If I could call a podcast a title, probably the pain of knowing. The Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. It's not that you don't know or don't have the capability to know or learn. It's just that information that is needed to be actionable is not provided to you, nor have you sought uh, that particular piece of information in order to make a change. And um, it's such an unfortunate thing because the people in the matrix didn't know they were in the matrix. They have been um, in this world, had no idea they were like human batteries after, I mean, again, this is when Neo wakes up and he's, after he's had the pill, fast forward, um, he's had the, he's picked the appropriate pill, I think it was the red pill. Yeah, the red pill. And um, it was the first time that Neo became aware of the oppressive parasitic nature of the matrix. And I think it it is such a, a a powerful thought is that now that he was informed, he saw things that he necessarily didn't like. And it was uh it is something I think that in this particular movie, like he didn't know he woke up, he saw all these machines, he didn't know what was going on. Um he didn't even know he wasn't eating on his own. He didn't know he was getting plugged up like a light bulb. 
to the Matrix and all those things that went along with it. And he had to go through, you know, it, I don't know how much time had passed, but it looked like years, not years, but months or weeks of rehabilitation to activate his muscles because he never used them before. He didn't know how to. All he knew was what he knew in the Matrix. And now this world that he was once in that had skyscrapers, had technology and all these things, he was no longer in the comfort zone of knowing what to expect. But he always on the inside knew, and he was always reaching out for something different, uh, something new, following the rabbit hole and trying to, like, this doesn't feel quite right, but I'm going to keep seeing what's happening. And, you know, the Matrix tried to do its best to remove the threat that Neo was to the Matrix, that he was the one, but it, it wasn't until he had some people that believed in him that he started to activate um, this particular gift set that he had. And I, I want to bring this up again is that when Neo's eyes were opened, he had a lot of questions. And I could only imagine, and, and you can see in, in Neo's facial expressions, that like he didn't know what to do. He saw what he saw wasn't real before. He didn't have any hair on his head at the time. He just was a different person. And it wasn't as pretty. There was no sun. They were in like a spaceship and eating oatmeal, you know, to, to sustain themselves. So, I mean, there's so many things that now that he was knowing, he was now responsible for and, and, and now had the responsibility of helping the team not just dismantle the matrix, but find other individuals and galvanize those individuals to free them from something that they didn't know that they were in. And, you know, it, it brings me back to Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. It says, I beseech ye, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, presenting your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you approve that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So what was all that saying? He's saying first, it is our responsibility to be examples to individuals that are one. In this, in this case, looking to Christ and being Christ-like and sacrificing what our perspectives and ideals and what we want in our lives every day. Um, a living sacrifice, which means daily, we are crucifying our flesh to to the cross and asking God to be God and us to sit back, so that we know that God, He's God. I'm not. I'm going to sit. I'm going to trust, and I'm going to surrender, for He knows what I need, and He knows my what's best for me. It's hard perspective, right? But then also. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, meaning that our mind is always going through some kind of renewal. So the thing is, you cannot be prideful in thinking that you know everything because we're going to have to change thought patterns. Let's think about this. The way you thought about life when you were 24 years old is probably a bit different when you get into your mid-30s. I'm telling you, it is. <laughs> if your thought process 
now is the same as it was when you were in your mid-20s, it's, it, there's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem. Because the thing is, life has a way of exposing us and, and challenging our thought processes. And the thing is, everything isn't clear cut like we thought it would be. And I don't know about you, but the more I've seen, more I've been exposed to in my life, I have more questions than I have answers. And I ask people, I, you know, I ask God and I'm like, why did that happen to that individual? I, th- I thought they were, you know, this kind of person. And the thing is, we have no answer for that. We don't because we're not God. So going back to the matrix examination um, of, of <laughs> I guess you could say the, the piece that I'm pivoting around with this is that once Neo got out of the matrix, he now had a very unique perspective of what it was like to be in it and then what it's like to be out of it. So he knew the rules on how which he needed to govern himself because he started training in the matrix, right? He he got downloaded the skills of Kung Fu and 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 had that um, sparring match with Lawrence Fishburne and him trying to pull out of him what he believed that was in him, this capability of being the one that was going to dismantle the matrix from the inside out, this immense threat. And the the only thing that I remember, the thing I do remember about that film is that Neo always came close to being Neo as we know him to be when he stopped thinking about being the one. Have you noticed that? Like, he just naturally would start moving his being the one. Like, no one had seen the, the, the infamous bullet dodging portion of the film. No one taught him that. He was just in mid motion and just did it. Many of the fight scenes that we saw that created this epiphany of mobility that Trinity, Morpheus, and the team had never seen before all came out of him just being in a natural. He wasn't trying. He was just doing. He was being the one. One of the things I just want us to be reminded of is that there are gifts that we've all been given naturally. Um, I believe in, in three quadrants, if you will, of gift set. Gift sets. We have spiritual gifting, which is used for the church and uplifting of individuals. We have natural ability, so ability that is um, gifted to us, like LeBron James being a basketball player, uh, you know, Michael Jordan. Those are natural abilities given, but they need to be worked on, right, and cultivated. And there's everyone has a gift. You might be gifted in painting, drawing, sketching. Uh, speaking, whatever that is. But those are natural abilities that everyone's been endowed with, right? And then there is acquired skill. Acquired skill meaning you have been taught is something you went to school for, you've been educated on, you found your way to do it, but it has now become a part of your tool bag and your gift set that now, even though you may not have been the gifted person in it, you have developed a skill around your talent that is marketable and highly received by other people. So the thing that we live in, we live in either you know these three boxes, but sometimes we don't know what these three things are. 
And I feel like this is an exercise that we have to really go through, particularly for those who don't know what they're gifted in or don't know what they want to do in their life. Um, I read a ton every day, (laughs) at least 30 to 40 minutes. I read something or listen to something. And there are, there's information out there that I wish I had known when I was in my mid twenties, but I'm glad I got it now. And the key of it is that now that I am exposed to this information, I am now responsible for implementing that information because now I have the pain of knowing. I have the pain of knowing. Now, this is the thing. If you didn't know, that's on you. That's, that's, that's one thing. But if you know that you know now, and you still don't do anything about it. That's on you, okay? Now, this is the thing. It's, it is the the power of knowing that uh, you have this gift and it just runs naturally, right? That's what Neo was doing. He was natural in his capability. He was natural in his gifting. And uh, I think it's just really important for us to do the exercise that I just spoke about because un- we may know it intrinsically in, our, in ourselves, in our soul, in our spirit, but until we put it on paper, until we see it for ourselves, no one can tell us. No one could really tell Neo that he was acting different unless they had someone on the outside monitoring his movement. Because to him, it's all natural, right? That's why we need to have the right people around us to tell us the truth, to be able to give us insight. Like, oh, what you just did wasn't normal. <laughs> the way you put that together, that's not something everybody does. We need to have those kind of people in our lives because if we don't, we will be going around thinking that what we have is common and we will treat our gifting as such if we don't get perspective on the our own gifts and our own abilities, recognizing that those are not typical. They're not typical. So um, I'm going to, this again, this is going to be a short pod, but I want to at least bring us up to like understanding like there is a painful process of knowing that you've been gifted. It, it, it is the awakening of it, the the exercising of it, and then the being that's difficult, especially now that you're, you know, once you know you're held responsible and held accountable to that gift, because the Bible says it clearly, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And sometimes people just want to be left in the dark because they don't know what they're going to see on the other side. But there, ladies and gentlemen, lines the crossroads of a life well stewarded or a life lived on accident that you happen to do this and you happen to be in the right place at the right time. We need a life of intentionality. And I hope that through this, you understand that knowledge isn't bad. It can be painful, but would you rather know than not know at all? That's a question for another day. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Catch you on the next one.